Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. Aubrey and Silas. Now, this semester, we are talking about making gains in our relationship with Jesus. Everybody say, make gains. Say it a little bit louder. Make gains. So, I'm not talking about your biceps, all right? Give me your eyes. Give me your eyes. I'm not talking about your biceps. I'm talking about in your relationship with Jesus. Like, right now, you might look like the original SpongeBob, okay? Like, you got, you got, you're puny, okay? You're puny. This might, this might be what you look like right now in your relationship with Jesus. But, but we're going to make gains in our relationship with Jesus. And if we work hard and if we make gains, we might end up looking like this someday. There you have it. Yes. We are going to make gains. All right. Everybody look over here at the couch. This semester, our our series, as you can see, is Making Gains. And we're talking about growing closer and closer and closer in our relationship with Jesus, all right? And the thing is, we have come up with this discipleship process. The discipleship process is like you starting at one point and going closer, becoming more like Jesus. So... This is the first phase, the couch potato. And remember from out in the lobby, you might have got this handy-dandy card, and you might have gotten a pencil. The first blank says, a couch potato is, and you write in there, non-believer. A couch potato is a non-believer. A couch potato is somebody who doesn't follow Jesus. Here's the thing. I want you to hear this. If you don't follow Jesus, it's okay right now. I hope more than anything that you do. And tonight is not about judging anybody else or figuring out where they're at in their relationship with Jesus. Tonight is about figuring out where you are in your relationship with Jesus. And some of you might be right here at a couch potato. You might not be a Jesus follower. You might be a non-believer. And that's okay for right now, But my hope is that you would make gains in your relationship with Jesus. Don't feel bad about being right here. Work hard, make gains to move from stage one, which is a couch potato, to stage two, which is a member. You know, the crazy thing is, you and I are sitting in very similar seats right now. A member is somebody who goes to church. Like you might be a member of Christ Church of Orinogo. You might come here on Sunday mornings for core class, Wednesday nights, and maybe even you're a part of a D group. That's good. But a member is just somebody who comes to church. They come to church and they sit in the chair. And there needs to be more than that. For example, let me just give you an example. This right here is a gym card. This gym, this card will get me to, into anytime fitness Anytime I want to go, like literally, I have 24-7 access to Anytime Fitness. 
how often do you think I go? None. None. I never go to Anytime Fitness, but I'm a member at Anytime Fitness. Here's the thing. Some of you might go to church here, and maybe you go to church at another church, and that's good. But some of you are identifying with this stage because you go to church, but you don't follow, like you don't do what Jesus asked you to do. You don't pray all that much. You don't read your Bible. You don't obey your parents when they ask you to clean your room. You know what I'm saying? It's hard, but you're a member. You come and you fill up a seat, but you don't really, like when you leave these doors, nobody even knows that you're a Jesus follower. And you need to make gains. Nobody's judging you for being in this seat. This is all about you and your relationship with Jesus. If you identify with this phase of discipleship, you're a member and you need to make gains. You need to move from stage two, member, to stage three, which is the athlete. Now, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, oh gosh. An athlete is somebody who does what Jesus has asked them to do. For example, an athlete prays, an athlete reads their Bible, an athlete obeys their mom, an athlete obeys their dad, their grandma, their grandpa, their connection group leader on Wednesday nights. They obey. When they go to school, they're respectful to their teachers. When they, when they go home, they don't pick on their little brother or their big sister. An athlete, an athlete is doing what Jesus has asked them to do. And some of you are in the athlete stage of your relationship with Jesus. Like, you know what Jesus has asked you to do, and you're doing it. But, 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 there comes a point in your relationship with Jesus when you need to become someone who doesn't just follow Jesus, which is a good thing, but you help other people follow Jesus. Which brings me from stage three, the athlete, to stage four, the trainer. I need some help from an eighth grade boy. I need some help. Nah, let's go with my boy Rafe Mackey. Rafe, come on up on the stage. Rafe and I ate lunch together yesterday. It was a good time. Rafe was eating like carrots and broccoli and stuff like that. Have you ever worn one of these? No. This right here is how it goes on, right there. So I'm just kidding, Rafe. Come on over here, Rafe. You and I, we're going to work out for a second. You get on, I'm not working out. You're working out. All right. Okay, Rafe. Here's the deal. Does my hair look good? Okay. Rafe and I are about to show you what a trainer looks like. I'm going to be the trainer, and Rafe is somebody who I'm training. Like, here's the picture. I'm a connection group leader right now. Rafe is a student. Just to be clear, your connection group leaders that you just hung out with are trainers helping you follow Jesus. So, Rafe, you are going to bench press this bar as many times as you can, all right? And then when you can't bench press it anymore, I'm going to help you lift it five more times. You can do that? You guys think you can do that? All right, Rafe, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like, I don't work out all that much, but I know that when you work out, you got to have good workout music. So I picked the most epic workout song. Hit it, fellas. Are you ready? Ready? 
Turn it even louder. I'm getting crazy. Are you ready? Go. Cheer him on, friends. Look at him. This is Rafe Stinking Mackie. because I don't want it. Go get him, Rafe. Nice. Okay. I don't know if you realize this or not, but Rafe and I just gave you a picture of what a trainer looks like. A trainer, a trainer helps other people. Rafe was doing pretty good. He got like 30 of them by himself. I can't even get 30 of them by myself. But there came a point... There came a point when Rafe couldn't do any more on his own, and I helped him out. I was helping him follow Jesus. The cool thing is, I already told you that the, your connection group leaders are trainers, but the cool thing is, there are some of you in this room who are helping other people follow Jesus. And I'm proud of you, but you're not done making gains. You're not done growing closer and closer to Jesus. No matter whether you're a couch potato or a trainer, you can still make gains in your relationship with Jesus if you're a non-believer or a disciple maker. You can make gains in your relationship with Jesus. Here's the deal. You guys have your cards and there's a couple of questions on your cards. Under service activity slash questions, I want you to circle the phase you think you are in. Are you a couch potato? Somebody who's not a Jesus follower, a non-believer. Are you a member? Just kind of coming to church, attending church. Are you an athlete, a kingdom worker? Or are you a trainer, a disciple maker? I want everybody to be quiet and I want you to reflect. Where am I in my relationship with Jesus. I want everybody to circle one of those things. Once you've done that, I want you to go to the second thing. Fill in the blank. I'm going to make gains in my relationship with Jesus by fill in the blank. By praying, by worshiping, by obeying my parents, by being kind to my siblings, by not cheating on my homework. I'm going to make gains. Make gains. You guys want to know what the crazy thing is? Keep writing. I just want to tell you a little crazy thing. that I, When I was reading the Bible the other day, I realized that it's not just us who are making gains. Did you know that Jesus made gains? Has anybody ever heard of the Gospel of Luke? No? Me? Just me? Okay. Wow. There's this guy named Luke, and he wrote some of the Bible. 
And in Luke chapter 2, verse 52, Luke said this, Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and with man. Translation, Jesus made gains. And if Jesus made gains, trust me, you need to make gains too because you are not even close to Jesus when it comes to being a disciple. You are not even close to Jesus. And if Jesus made gains, you need to make gains too. So whether you're a couch potato, a member, an athlete, or a trainer, you need to make gains in your relationship with Jesus. On the count of three, everybody say, make gains. One, two, three. Now, let's pray. Jesus, we love you. We're excited to be your followers, and I'm excited there are people in this room who love you. Jesus, I'm also excited that there's people in this room who have not yet decided to follow you. It's an exciting time to be a follower of Jesus or to be a person who's just been introduced to Jesus. There's a lot of people in this room who are non-believers, a lot of people who are members, who are athletes, and who are trainers, and we know, Jesus, that you love us all the same. Nobody is better than anybody else because we are all focused on you. Jesus, we love you. And it's in your name that I pray. Amen. Amen. We are going to do something now as the band comes up and leads us in worship. We're going to take communion. Communion is when we get to think about our relationship with Jesus. Some of you have made a commitment to follow Jesus, and this is what communion is for you. Communion is your opportunity to take part by taking a little piece of bread and dipping it in the grape juice and eating. It's not just a snack. It's not just a fun little activity. Communion is you interacting with Jesus. So if you are somebody who has decided to follow Jesus, if you've confessed him and said, Jesus is my Lord and Jesus is my Savior, communion is what you are about to take part in. And there's some of you in this room who have not, like, you haven't made the decision to follow Jesus, and that's okay. There's something I want you to do as well. Back there in the corner, we have what we're calling the Impact Center. Back there is an opportunity for you to pray, and if you want to, your leader will go back there with you and pray with you. You can talk to God. Maybe tonight you're saying, I want to make gains in my relationship with Jesus. I want to move from couch potato to one of these phases. I want to follow Jesus. Your leader would love to talk with you about that. So I'm going to pray again, and the band is going to begin to lead us in worship. And as they're leading us in worship, you guys can go. Don't spill the juice. Don't spill Jesus' blood. Take, if you're going to take communion, take a little piece of bread, dip it into the juice, and eat it. This is you interacting with the Jesus who saved you from your sins and has given you new life, new life that allows you to make gains. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you. And we're excited that we get to hang out with you. God, thank you for the time of communion where we get to remember your death, but we also get to remember your resurrection. As you conquered sin, and gave us the opportunity to make gains in our relationship with you. 
Jesus, we love you. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.